With, with our spirit. Can we engage with our spirit? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He is the tree of life. He is life. Jesus is the tree of life, Kashida Bararasha. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. And the Berarosa Sida Baradasha Hina Barada. Thank you, Jesus. It's a season of eating. It's a season of eating. It's a season to sit before the Lord. And to receive the communication of life. We know every living being, every living thing has its way of communication. And because there are different forms of living beings or living things, they don't communicate the same way. But when God communicates, he releases his essence. He shares his substance. And we are in that season to receive from the substances of God. Can we engage the Lord? Le himbredosa si bregada bonde le bradoso so de boste e la beranan le brando setende berode que tizi hande beredosa hina manda berira o berana que seda balibre nada legede bororosa setayada barada. 
Elenga de Baradesh, Sibrana, Nagada Baligere, Baradosa. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Eshaba Baba Balibre, Rohone, Beredega, the Beredesh, Sebereda, the Berede. Eka Bananana, Menamus, Benan Libra, Rogodobos, Peredega, the Beredesh. Eleberega de Beredes, Beredega de Belibara, Ragada Baradaya, La Barada, Lebrenda de Gedeberede, in the Menemana Poro Roco do Bosso do Godoboye de Beredega de Besetalia de Berede, Ikezama Mande Beradaya, La Beradaya, La Baradaya, La Barada, Gadabayada, Gadabarada. El handle baradaya da balgere berero sehina manade in the mende berere se berere gere berere se de gere berere se de le berere gere berere se ilahane mane baradaya da baradaya da baradaya da baradigere berere gere berere ya de berero se Ekabana Berere Hembere Let's go ahead and engage with our spirit. The Lord, the Lord Himself. Hala barada, hala barada, yada barada, hella barada. Aba baba 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 Leke barada naragada barada se baba 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 za barada naragada ba lehem baba 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 yada barada gada ba yada naragada barada. Oh Jesus, ehne berades ek marada yene berados se baba baba le barada gada barada mehina ma yane bo se baba le ba. Le barada gada ba yere beshebere gede berere gede berere. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know the Lord is available for 
for reaching out and for taking and for eating. His flesh is here, his body, his blood is here. The table of the Lord is before us. He has come with his body. He has come with his blood. All we have to do is to reach out. For the people who will reach out are those who are full of hunger. Not the hunger of the, the natural man or the natural body. But a hunger for the life of God. He is as ready to be taken as he was when he stood and declared, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood. But what the people wanted, because that was what they had stomach for, was the bread that will only satisfy temporarily. Can we reach out? Because the Lord is here. I hear him say, I'm available. How much of me do you want to eat? How much of me do you want? And so we have to be intentional with how much of the Lord we want. How much of the Lord we want. Look around you. Look around you. Look at your generation. How much of the Lord is being needed out there? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Can we see through the prophetic calendar and see how much God wants to reveal, how much of fruits of life that God wants to be, to be produced? There's so much that God wants to manifest. The man of God who ministered, he said, to, he likens the season to be the third days. And I understand that to be the day of perfection. And according to the counsel of God, if we are in the day of perfection, then God wants to manifest all of his life. God wants to reveal all of himself, the full stature, the full stature. And it implies that we have to eat all of him. 
to become an embodiment, a community that embodies the fullness of Godhead, the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Can we engage? Yet more, can we engage? Jesus, reach out. Pick up a yarabara, 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 pick up a yarabara,
Understanding, good understanding of the word of this season, good understanding. Yesterday, Papa talked about, he talked from Matthew of the, the parable of the sower. He mentioned um, the seed on the wayside, the seed on the stony heart, the seed on the tony heart, and the seed on the good heart. Can we talk to the Lord? And ask him for help to receive the word of God with accurate understanding. Accurate understanding. I don't have words to express the thought in my heart. Accurate understanding. Entrance is determined by understanding. Entrance into the kingdom is determined by understanding. Understanding. We, and we gain entrance personally as a community. It is important that we have good understanding. As a community, it is important that we have good understanding so that we can function in synergy. We can function as a body. Let's ask the Lord for good understanding. For good understanding, you can call it accurate understanding proper digestion of the word of God proper digestion the word of God having a proper breaking down in our soul in Nabarone, I am the Mesabara Yarabara Rosekeri, Baradoka Bayaraba Sebaba Lebarara. Amen. Permit me to say this. 
we are not the only community that have come around this this thing we are not the only community that has come around this thing there are history record people have come very close to a, a mighty flow of, of the word of God but yet there was a limited entrance we are to leverage on this season and the words that is coming to us in this season to, for entrance that is the only way we can come into the operations of the life of God mama was talking about you know the walking the walkings of this thing the walkings of this thing if you have this life in you you will function you know a goat does not have to be mechanically you know um, pushed to, to behave like a goat when you come into certain circumstances something just flow if you enter into an, 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 an environment where there is so much demonic activity you just get angry it is the life in you that life will react Amen. You know the way wine works. When you see a man that is inflamed or full of wine, the man speaks in a particular way that is not out of order. When we come into the operations, the workings will be different. It will be divine. It will not be natural man. It will not be after the natural man. After the order of the natural man. And we can't mechanize it. We cannot. Even if you try to mechanize it, it will not work. The result will not be the same. Amen. People have tried to walk upon the water. We've seen this story. Some people, they've tried to say, okay, let me enter into the midst of lion. We've heard stories. You try to mechanize this thing. You try to photocopy it. It will not give you the same result. Because for it to yield the same result, then the same law of life must be at work. And you don't need somebody to tell you that this is the time. That life will tell you this is how to behave. It will take you over and act in a similitude that is after the order of the nature of God's life. So let's, let's fight for entrance. That's the point. Let's leverage on this season the world that will be coming to us and fight for entrance, entrance. And we gain entrance with proper understanding, accurate understanding, good understanding. The Bible says the, the good ground yields hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold. And that is to even tell you that the quality of your good understanding will affect the measure of the fruit you bear. Can we ask the Lord, God, good understanding, accurate understanding of every word you will be saying to us, everything you are saying to us. Amen. 
Let's pay attention to good understanding, accurate understanding, perfect understanding, proper understanding, exact understanding, coming into the real meaning, the true meaning. Amen. It's a word I'm receiving. This is the time to gather your notes. This is the time to gather your notes and then engage with those notes. Those notes that you have written. It is not for you. It is not for yourself. It is not for you to lock it somewhere. It's not for you to lock it somewhere. What's the essence of having all these notes and then you'll end up locking it somewhere without leveraging on it for entrance? How will you come into the workability that is ordained for? That is ordained for? This is the time to gather your note. Go gather your note. Every word, every prophetic word inside. This is the time to engage with them. This life has its signs. There are signs that follow this life. Those days in the days of the apostle, when you appear as an apostle, they will check the signs around you. When you come as a child of God, there are signs around you those who understand the laws of nature they begin to look for the signs is the leaf green what kind of fruit do you bear
in the ball. It changes nothing. It changes nothing. It changes nothing. The nature, the nature of every tree is determined by the seed. The seed. The seed. The seed. The one of the truths that you must be engrafted with to make progress in life is to understand and come into an acceptance of the new nature in you the new nature you have received Sabara, a cabara, Sabara, 
Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Are there something? What, what, what is this, please? What's this? Ah. Uh, come again. Okay. You know, I can't, I can't beat, I can beat it now. I can beat it now. I can beat it now. And tell it, you're weak. You're weak. You're not yet mature. But he's saying something. <laughs> he said, you can, you can push me around now. But my season is coming. A time will come where I stand, you won't be able to go through it. A time will come where my stand will be so thick that you won't be able to push it and play with it. I just want to say to us, our season is coming. I don't know. Our season, there is somebody the Lord is talking to. Your season is coming. He said it may not have appeared. How? I don't, there is a scripture that says it doesn't have yet appear what we shall be like. But one thing is certain that when he comes, we will be like him. Why? Because you are Christ. This is This is not a social club. This is the company of the called at once. This is not the place where people just gather together. This is church. We are church. We are church. We are the hope of the of generations. Let there be an acceptance. Let there be an acceptance. Let there be an acceptance. Let there be an acceptance as you engage. Let there be an acceptance. Cause your soul to receive it. This is vitality of life. Let your soul receive it. It will change your way of reasoning. It will change your thought pattern. It will change your imagination. This is what changes behavior pattern. Can we engage more? Can we engage more with our spirit? Come on, daddy. 
Eseba Lahuraha Hashema Barora Kenebarara Eseba Babale Barara Elebarara Lehuara Lehuana Masara can we ask the Lord to give us good understanding of the life of God? The life of God. That is the life that is in your spirit. That is the life that makes up your spirit man. That is the life. That life makes up the sum total of your spirit person. Can we ask the Lord for a good understanding of that life? One thing with seed is that you can plant a seed in another soil and then you will get the same result. If that seed is well received, it will produce the same tree. So it doesn't matter where you are, whether you are in heaven or whether you are on earth. It doesn't matter. The results should be the same. Some, some, some will say, the civilization of man is more dark now. No. It doesn't matter the time or the space. Once the law is at work, you will get the same result. You will see the same manifestation of life. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 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 
Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hope us. Shadan. Shadan Barhanek. Shabahara Kanira. Dado. Erkanak and Nebernano. Light up a setata chaberonto. Ain't no the high in the bells. Canada. I can never summa manto nemando better. Say, Bahu Hataya. I could not see my Kamotoli. Babarevara Rayara was Naha, Lake Kubarada. Ope Saiba and the Belaro Kunt. Wasaba Babalebaraketi Sitata Baja. Jobus. Oh yeah, thank you for the beyond of the world of God. He come over heart, about 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 there is a portal for ascension, please. There is a portal for ascension, please. Yeah, 
There is a potter for ascension, please. Don't mistake it for, for the declaration of new things. Don't mistake, don't mistake potters of ascension for the declaration of new things. Don't mistake it. People who develop ears to hear new things, they don't necessarily ascend. They don't necessarily ascend. So don't be caught in that web. You know, in quotes, revelationer. The word must sound revelationer. It has to have a taste of something you've not heard before something that appears new no there is an operation of of the spirit upon upon the house 
for access access for ascension access for ascension access for ascension Emaha Emaha Kanobe Shemana Kobera the apostles they came to a point in their journey they had a collective body of of words that depicts the the message that they received from the Lord Jesus Christ and so everybody was expected to speak within that frame of words and they became familiar with the words but you see the power that was attached to their faith conversation was that they leveraged on that message and they were gaining access they were ascending they were ascending into realms of dominion realms of power interaction realms of living relationship with God living testament when you hear somebody say Jesus came to me this morning that's a testimony springing forth from a living relationship <laughs> hey the portal is open the portal is open you're waiting for Papa to come here and say one new thing <laughs> the portal is open and only the time new thing is declared you feel a wave of mystery and supernatural you are missing it you are missing it can you ascend can you ascend can you ascend hey kanabasa Yes. Use your good understanding to buy wine and buy oil. And use the oil and the wine to secure another estate. Thank you, Jesus. Your name for access, we give you praise for access. Thank you, Lord. 
Lungi Barakavanessa Sima Combrotes, Sima Cobrata Hashikova, Alibano Sosumbrokova, Elimana Bassa Sivan Kovania Cabanis, a Sivan Hoshikava, Zimano Bontas, a Sivan Lovasha, Agomanumba Valesa, Sivodon Dokova, Ranebasa Shiva Hasha. Oh, Father, we partake of divine nature. We fellowship with life. We fellowship with your understanding. Oh, we come into the place of strength of eternal life. Thank you, Father. We come into the energy of the Spirit. Thank you. Thank you for access. Thank you for trust. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we give you praise. We give you glory. Any kapatas, any vatasha, give an atone, give barakova, zumanopatasha kava. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless the name of God. We worship the name of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise and glory. Hallelujah. Um, thank you, Pastor Israel. Praise God. Um, I'll just I'll just share some few thoughts. Um, the Lord, uh, the, the Lord put in my heart, or the Lord will put in my heart. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, you know, just like what Papa started sharing yesterday. And uh, Francis also continuing that light um, in the morning session. Um, you know, the journey of this life, um, which is actually the journey of um, um, the life in God, which is actually the tree of life. Um, it's a journey of light. Um, that tree has its light. Um, it also, it's a journey of understanding. Um, the reason why understanding is very important is that um, without the scripture, there is no way people can navigate that life because there's no any institution here where you can see that life. One of the problem is that we have used many things here to want interpret that life, and that's what What is corruption? Corruption simply means exchanging the life, the real life, and give you something that is lesser. So what Satan have done over time is to exalt a life, to give, give exalt a life that is lesser, a life that cannot be compared to 
the life we have been promised or the life we have been given. So, and because of that, people can give their energy, give their time, give everything to live that life and neglect the real life that has been given. Do you understand? So, what we've seen, uh, what we've seen over time is that, you know, um, um, there are many pictures, many pictures, that's what the Bible call it called veils, that Satan have used, you know, to actually veil the souls of men. There are many, um, you know, the Bible talks about many gods in the world. You know, those many gods are actually um, the parity of men. What men have exalted over time as life. You know, as a result, they give their energy, they give their time. They give everything, they put in everything to ensure that they manifest that life. But in terms of manifesting that life or trying to showcase that life, we see more darkness in the world. Do you understand? We see more darkness, you know, in the world. Because, of course, you know, the, the darkness, darkness, first and foremost, is a concept of men, the ideology that men receive, an understanding of life that men receive. And over time, men are put it to use. Do you understand? That's what men are put it to use, and that is what you are seeing, and that's what you are calling civilization. And that civilization is actually enmity of man. But the way he appeared, like the scripture said that Satan have appeared as an angel of light. It doesn't look like something that is evil. It's not looking like something that is evil. It's not looking like something that is wicked. It's looking like something that is looking that it's looking like something that men like, men want. And that's why Jesus said that he said men love darkness. They love darkness. You know, they don't like light. They love darkness because over time they practice darkness. They, pro they profit in darkness. And darkness has become a way of life that they've accepted. And that craft that life, craft it intentionally that when God is coming, that men will resist God. That's why he said that men love darkness rather than light or rather than truth. That's why we are saying that this, this life is something that can be lived with understanding because both of them does not go hand in hand most of them does not go do you understand eh? one have to one have to go for one to stay do you understand praise the name of jesus christ i don't know that i get what i'm saying do you understand what i'm saying um that francis um francis began to um you know trying to explain and over time, trying to explain the nature of that tree. When you talk about the tree of life, um, you are talking about things. You are talking about God. You are talking about Jesus Christ. You are talking about light. You are talking about dominion. You are talking about any lights, you know, things that the scripture talks about. When you're talking about that life cannot just be lived without understanding. Do you understand? Without understanding. Number one, men are looking for freedom outside the life of God. Do you understand? Men are looking for freedom outside the life of God. And there is this falsehood in the church that they're trying to, they're trying to give men or you know, appeal to the heart of men or the mind of men 
there is a freedom outside the life. So that's why you pray for freedom. They pray everything, holding anything that will do, you know, those kind of prayers. But God is not trying to set anybody free again. God has given the freedom. So the freedom is inside of you. As a matter of fact, the nature of that life cannot accommodate anything that looks like bondage. And, and the truth is that there is nothing God is going to do again that he has not done in us. So they, we are not trying to receive any life again outside what God has given to us. Now God has given us life, the fullness of life in our spirit. That life is there. But where the problem, do you, do you understand? You see, you see one of the ways to, uh, that's why this life is engaging light. Because, it, you know, there is that contradiction between your reality and the way we live. You are Christ. You are not this body you are seeing. That you are God. The nature of that life is God. That life is God. So, see, there is a mindset of, you know, something that is contrary to the life we carry, to who we are. So, most of the problem we fight, or most of the problem we have is a problem of identity. Because, the, the freedom you are going to exercise, it is not God coming physically to come and exercise it. The freedom you are going to exercise is discovering yourself as a God. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't know. You get what I'm saying? So the, the more you discover yourself, the more you realize yourself, the more you can live the life. Like as you said. So most of the problem we are fighting is the problem of identity. Because, you know, the nature of that life, which is the truth of life, is in our spirit. That is who we are. Do you understand? Now, that life cannot accommodate darkness. That life cannot accommodate limitation. That life cannot accommodate anything that is contrary to his laws. That's why I say, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. Meaning that it is the one that is activated. It is the one that take, domin that take preeminent. Do you understand? So the nature of the life you have is not darkness. That's why if you check in that scripture, it says that um, in him was life. And that life was the light of men. He now said, it was that life that said that he, he shined in darkness and darkness can't comprehend. So when that life is at work, darkness cannot apprehend. The absence of that life is actually a expression of darkness. I don't know what I'm saying. Do you understand? Do you understand? So, so it's serious that, you know, um, The, the essence of the word is to help us to put it this way. Um, 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 uh, uh, Pastor Francis was talking about, um, um, Junior Francis was talking, I know we have two Francis that minister. One is a father, one is a son. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are we are grandchildren, Abi. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Do, do, do you understand? So, Praise God. Now, let me just say this, then we'll just, I, will cont- I won't speak, I will, I will stay long. I will just want to share just a few things then. The reason for the word of God, the word of God is a substance, or it's a substance that developed the soul. Number one, that trained the soul. Secondly, that patterned the soul. After the life, after the life of God or the life in our spirit. Because without the soul, it's not possible for the life to be lived outwardly. Just like the same way, it's not possible for a man, it's not possible for a man to actually express his seed. A man needs a womb, which a woman, to actually express his seed. So the reason for the woman is to help the man to actually express his seed, but the woman cannot express his seed. So the nature of the spirit, that spirit can't just express himself without the soul. So the soul is given to help express the life in our spirit. Do you understand? Do you understand? It's help help the life to in our spirit. That is why something. Where do you plant the seed? Is the soul or your heart? The parable of the parable of the soul that. Power was talking about yesterday is about the heart, different heart. <laughs> Do you understand? Is the heart. So what we enable the life in our spirit to actually find expression is the soul. So the word is given, the Holy Ghost is given to achieve that end, to train the soul so. That the soul can begin to, you know, accommodate, accommodate the life of God, agree with the life of God, come into agreement with the life of God. So when that is taking place, naturally, the body will begin to find expression. Of course, you know that this body is not the life of a new creation man. It's not the body of a new creation. You get what I'm saying? So, so the reason that's why in that content of Second First Corinthians 15, Paul was talking about the reason for our faith. He talks about two things: resurrection from the dead, resurrection of the dead. The reason for our faith is to bring the new body. So the faith that was communicated to them, it wasn't the understanding of faith that we had. The faith is to help them to live the life of God. To live the life in their spirit. That's why I said the just shall live. The just shall live by faith. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, the nature of the soul, that is where the seed is planted. No man can express his seed. So, there are, the same way we have two kind of church today. There are churches that, the Harlot Church, with like book of Isaiah, as Ezekiel, I mean, um, Isaiah said it. Do you understand? The Harlot Church, what is the Harlot Church? Harlot is not ready to carry the, your seed. He's interested in your money. He's not ready to carry your seed. What is interested in your money? So just give me, give me money and do whatever things you want to do. That's why Isaiah 4 said that many say we want to wear, we are not ready, we want to wear our apparel, but we are not ready to answer women. He's not talking about physical women. Do you understand? The seven women, seven churches, churches, that's what he's talking about. The one man there is the Lord himself. But we don't want to wear your nature. We don't want to, we don't need your civilization. All we just need, we just want to answer your name. So we use the name of God to achieve the life in the flesh. Do you understand? But the, the reason for the soul is to train the soul that the soul can be able to live the life in your spirit. Hallelujah. This is very important. That's why talking about the same principle, talking about the Garden of Eden, that is the reason why the Garden of Eden is what we provide the nutrient, is what we provide the atmosphere that we culture the life of God. Garden of Eden, the presence of God. Mean that the seed of God cannot grow outside his presence, outside his atmosphere. This is very, very important. You see, there are principles we need to understand when it has to do with the culture of the life or the civilization of the life we have been called into. Because that civilization has its own atmosphere, has its own weather, and that's what the Garden of Eden is all about. That's what the Garden of Eden is all about. That's where, you know, like Francis will explain, that's where you see where they plant these trees. And God told Abraham, um, um, Adam, like uh, what um, Francis was saying earlier, and God told Adam that you are meant to do what? Eat of this. That means you can never find life outside God's presence. You can't find the life of God outside God's jurisdiction, outside God's environment. What you find outside God is actually death. So that's why you see that every seed is kind. So why we have not seen the glorious church is because of the seed. You know, just like the same way we talk about the inside the tree, inside the tree, I'm inside the seed, you'll find what? You'll find the fruit, you'll find the, um, the tree, you'll find the what again? Uh, the leaf, you'll find um, what else again? The branches, 
Everything is contained in that seed. Just like the same way, when you see, um, you know, the life that a man put in a woman, you may not see anything that looks like the head is there, the body is there, everything is in that seed. So the word of God carry God's life. Everything that God is is what the word of God stands for. That's what the word of God is. That's why, you see, the reason of understanding is that, you see, Jesus can appear to you now. You don't have the understanding. Because the training of the soul is something that has to do with understanding. Do you understand? Meaning that you can see something because one of the, one of the errors we are seeing in the church today is that it is not lack of interpretation. Do you understand? So we give, sometimes God reviews something, we give interpretation to be something else. God reviews something, we give interpretation to be something else. We see something in the scripture, we give it another interpretation. That's been the problem. That's been the problem. The Bible says if you check the nature of God um, and in scripture, the Bible captures God as a spirit. That is who you are. The Bible captures God as a light. You are the light of the world. You are spirit and you are the light of the world. Do you understand? So the, the purpose are the essence of the life of God, the life of God in our spirit. And the reason why, you know, the soul, though the heart is given, is to enable that life, is to enable that life to find expression. That's why you see, receiving the end of that journey is actually the salvation of your soul. Spirit, soul, body. That is, a, that is who we are. Spirit, soul, body. Now, the life in your spirit, because what your soul, my soul supposed to be doing is to bear witness of the life in my spirit. So when, you are, when we try to use another seed that is not the seed of who we are, which is Christ in our spirit, to plant in the soul, the result is not going to be the same. The result is not going to be the same. Do you understand? The result is not going to be the same. Because the essence of that life, the essence of that life in your spirit, God wants that life to become flesh. That is the essence. That is the essence. That is why there is no any institution in this world, no any institution in this world that carry the civilization of a new creation. That means there is nowhere in this earth, in this world, right now, that you can see the civilization of a new creation. So what Satan have done several over the decades is to exchange the life of God, the kingdom of God, and preserve something that looks like it to bribe us, to bribe man. So about the result, man is settled for that life. And man, what is the blindness of man? 
inability to see this life. So there is a veil, which is a covering cast, according to Isaiah 14. Or is this Isaiah, Isaiah 25? Do you understand? There's a covering cast, you understand the point, in the soul that veils the soul. That anytime you are praying or anytime you are thinking about anything in life, you think life and think about life outside God. The pursuit is outside God. The life is outside God. But man is not designed to live outside God. Because the essence of creation is for we to see creation and understand. Not what I was teaching yesterday. For we to see, because if you could understand, then you can be able to understand yourself. Because God creates, God put creation and place them in environment like what Papa was saying yesterday. God put creation and put them in environment where they can be able to find expression. Do you, do you understand? Now, meaning that if you take away, if you take away the abode, the environment that God has put anything, do you understand? That thing will naturally die. So what the Satan have done over time is to create an environment that will veil the life of God. An environment that veils the life of God. The environment that veils the life of God. And that's why this is very, very important. You know, the scripture... Um, Um, I think uh, Papa read um, Psalm, Psalm um, 92 when he talks about we shall be planted in the house of God and we shall flourish in his um, say the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. Now, what Paul was explaining yesterday, talking about, um, um, you see, you, you, you understand that men that walk with God, the understanding they had is about creation. That's why you take the Israel, everything that God downloaded to them is about creation, a natural life, how they can be able to live in everything that has to concern, everything that concerns their life. Everything that concerns their life. You are, you understand, so when you are talking about, when you are talking about a tree, do you understand, you know that a tree doesn't, doesn't just emerge like that. Then if there is a seed, there is a tree there, there is a fruit there. Do you understand? So that revelation, when God, when God is communicating his life or his understanding, you can understand what that life means. Do you understand? Knowing that despite it comes to you as a seed, but automatically by the end of the day, where God is going to is that that life will become a tree and that life becomes a fruit. Becomes the life that we live. Do you understand the life that we express every day of our lives? He said you shall be called the planting of the Lord, the tree of 
righteousness. This is very, 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 very important. Very, very, very important in the setting that we are living now, that we are in right now. So whereby we can understand that everything that has to do with our lives is something that the tree of life is communicating. Everything that has to do with our life is all about the things that the tree of life, the civilization, hallelujah, in tree of life. And that's why you see that, like I said earlier on, the place of training the soul, patterning the soul after this order. Man mean that the mean that your we must take the thought of God to process our thought. We must take the, our will and take the will of God to process our will. Do you understand? Where, where your will, your thoughts, your imagination, your understanding is becoming to what? Is becoming is coming into alignment with that of God. And the only way that can, that can happen is that they have to train the mind. That's why you see, you see, um, um, that's what the tabernacle does. You understand the part, the altar court. The end product you saw in that altar court means the journey. You saw that's what Paul was talking about. Offer your body as a living sacrifice. The one, when that happened, automatically what will happen is that your mind will be renewed. Meaning that there is a place where you begin to understand, you begin to understand the essence of your body. You understand the reason why they gave you this earth, they gave you this body. Then you begin to pattern your life because the government of God will not come without the body. And the reason for the life is to manifest in the body. But you see, there is a life that leads to the end. What is the end? The end is that God will manifest in the flesh. And there is also a lifestyle that will hinder the life not to manifest. And that's what Paul began to talk about that you not be conformed to this word, but be what? Renewing, renew your mind. Renew your mind. So that's what they use the brazen I mean, um, um, yeah, the brazen lava. Is it brazen lava? Yeah, it's the brazen lava. To wash the mind. Jesus said, you are cleansed by the word that I said unto you. Just like the same way. You can't just enter the bush and start planting anything. That is what happened to the wayside. That is what happened to um, a stony heart. Do you understand? You, so you can't just, when you take the word and give like that, it doesn't, it can't bear fruit. So they have to prepare that heart for the seed planting. If not so, it's going to abort the seed. This is very, very important. Very, very important. 
where they begin to restructure the mind because what Satan have done over time in the place of fall is that the mind has been configured. Do you understand? The mind has been configured. The mind has been set. Do you understand? He uses all kinds of things to configure the mind, to set the mind in a different direction. So what they do first and foremost is to prepare the mind is to take the mind through a process where that mind cannot begin to understand that I'm in a journey. Do you understand? I'm in a journey. That is where I am headed. That is where I am going to. Because every day of our lives, the journey is supposed to count. Do you understand? The journey is supposed to count. Because we are do you understand? We are in a race. Are you getting what I'm saying? When the, what is that? What is the essence of that race? That's why Hebrew 12 began to talk about, say, let's lay aside every weight. Do you understand? Jesus is going to talk about it. Jesus said that, Jesus said that my body is light, my yoke is easy. Are you getting what I'm saying? So meaning that man is yoked with all kinds of things. But Jesus Christ was not differentiating his yoke. And he is what? He said his yoke is light. And his yoke is easy. What is the essence of that yoke? That your soul will find rest. That is the essence of that is yoke. Yeah? That your soul will do what? Will find rest. But you see, the other yoke that Satan has given to man, it will not make your soul to find rest. What is rest? Rest simply means where the government of God are fully rest or the throne of God are fully rested in the soul of man. Where there is no longer argument, there is no longer any contradiction, there's no longer any opposition. The word of God can, I mean, the life of God can be lived without no any hindrance. Do you understand? So they have to prepare their mind. They have to prepare their mind, use the word, by the washing of the word, by the washing of the word. You know, this period, this is where they begin to win us from childhood. They begin to win us from childishness. Do you understand? Where you're no longer thinking that the reason for your Christianity is not just to come here, just enjoy this life and go to heaven. Or, you know, there, there are different kind of definition in the mind. Do you understand? But when the word begins to come, what does the essence of that word is to prepare the mind. It's to prepare. That's why you now see that. You now say that. You say, when, when that happens, you now know. So you will use your life to seek to know what the will of God is. Do you understand? And you get what I'm saying? You will now begin to position your life. Do you understand? To train the soul, train your mind, that your mind, I mean, your heart can come to that place where your mind is, your heart is seeking for the will of God. Your heart is seeking for a life that is not between the region of men. Where you are seeking for a city that would build that maker is God. Because that life cannot be possible without you seek it. That's why the Proverbs say that if you, if you love, he say, I love those that love me, and me, they shall find me. Do you understand? But you, that's why you see Paul kept talking, I mean, John kept talking about little children, keep yourself from idols. <laughs> well, there are all kinds of idol worship that we do in the church today. Why the essence of why you want God to do this? No, why you want God to do that? Why you want God to give you this? Why you are praying for God to give you that? No, but you are not allowing because the reason why they gave you life is for that life to manifest, for that life to become flesh. So, but when the mind is renewed, that mind, that understanding is going to set you on a journey, on a course. 
Do you understand? That's what the scripture will talk about. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. That walk is not something will come for church. As a matter of fact, the essence of that walk is not for the church. This building. Hallelujah. The essence of that walk is to deliver a lifestyle. Do you understand? Where every day of your life, every day of your life, every moment of and every day of your life, what are you doing? You are seeking the mind of God and you are using the mind of God to form your life, to form your path. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. It means that without the way, without the truth, that won't be the life. Do you understand? So what first of all done, they have to renew your mind that your heart can begin, begin to seek for the way. Because there is a way that brings God. There is a way that, that will not make God to come. Do you understand? So the essence of the life, the essence of the tree of life, the life is not spirit. We need to manifest the life. But the essence of the world, which is a garden of Eden, is given to the soul. So whereby the soul can be able to be cultured by the life of God. Do you understand? So you need a kind of atmosphere. That's why one of the things when the city is planned, like what I was saying yesterday, it needs rain, it needs the sun. Do you understand? These are different environments that the soul needs for the development of the life. Do you understand? But this word will not allow that. So the understanding, that's why Paul now says, if you see Paul, Paul was talking about in the um, um, Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. He said, for this cause, I cease not to pray for you since the day I've heard of you, ahead of it, that you may be filled with what? With the knowledge of his will. And with the knowledge of his will and what? And with all, with all wisdom and what? And spiritual, he gave it specifically, spiritual. There are many understanding in the heart of man, but there is understanding he's talking about. And what we deliver that understanding is the wisdom of God. Where they will take away foolishness. Because what we the application of knowledge is wisdom that helps you to applicate not to actually apply knowledge. So that's why you can have you can hear knowledge, you can hear knowledge and have information, but your life size in foolishness. Meaning that you are still living a life of ignorance. You are still living a life of ignorance. That's why you have the information. But the essence of wisdom is to convert the knowledge to bring it to a spiritual understanding. That's which you understand has become the life. The life you are living. The life you are living. But that cannot happen without the will. That cannot happen without wisdom. Because a fool say in his heart, there is no what? There is no God. It's not the way many Christians live today. Do we really live as if there is God? Do we really live as if there is God? Because a fool say in his heart, say my poor are perished because of lack of knowledge. Do you understand? You see, but you see, when the mind is renewed, number one thing that they will inform the mind, you are not of this world. You have to know that. You are not of this world. So if you are not of this world, you are not expected to use the principle of this world to live. So your labor right now is to begin to seek the knowledge, the understanding, the reality, the civilization of who you are. Knowing fully well that I am not of this world. Do you understand? That is what Professor Juno first began to talk about. That there is a measurement. That measurement is maturity. Where they will begin to separate you. Where it's done on you that you are not of this world. You are not. So you shouldn't give your soul to this world. And you shouldn't give your life to this world. Because it's your enemy. 
Do you understand? So that thing separates you, hallelujah, to do what? To begin to fight. Do you understand? To begin to fight. Mean, what is a fight? Meaning that the soul is no longer dwelling in this world. Rather, he's separating himself. He's joining out. Do you understand? There is a journey out. There is a separation. There is a dedication. That is why Jesus was called the Son of God by the Spirit of Holiness. That word, Spirit of Holiness, is consecration. That awareness, knowing that I am called to bear witness of a kingdom. So that becomes his consecration. So for 30 years he was living. His day was very, very important to him. Because he has to download an understanding and he has to download a will that he can be able to know what that spirit is saying, what that realm is saying. Then he can use it for years. That is his lifestyle. It's a life. It's not, it's not that church thing that we do. It's a life. So the soul has to be in that journey. In a question, looking for searching. Do you understand? Laboring. Do you understand? To leave this world. Because that world is in our souls. But there is a journey to separate us. To separate us. Do you understand? To separate us. And that's why without the training of the soul, this is cannot happen. It's not possible. Because what we have is that you hear people hear or hear something, but they don't understand what they are hearing. They don't understand what they are hearing. Do you understand? They, they look at it as a kind of information you are giving. Do you understand? But what you are trying to communicate is your life. That struggle, you know, that struggle is not your life. You don't struggle to live the life. But there are things, you know, that is making us to struggle to live the life. Do you also, when that understanding begins to come, you begin to know, no, this is not me. There is another thing that I'm seeing that is not consistent with me. That is where your labor comes in. So that's why you cannot be is and Zion. Because you know there is a requirement, there is a demand, there is a destiny that you ought to fulfill. And that destiny that Christ must appear in the flesh. The life of God must become flesh. That is the reason why he died. Remember that at chapter 1. He said that that which he began to preach. Do you understand? He began to do and to preach. Do you understand? He taught them as we are hearing right now. But after resurrection, he demonstrated it. So that teaching he was doing was demonstration. He was appearing to them, telling them that all the things you've heard, this is the end product. That immortality will swallow life. I mean, life will swallow um, corruption. Do you Demonstrating it. He was demonstrating the kingdom. That is where we are headed. That is where we are headed. But you see, there is so much resistance in us. There is so much barrier. Because what is resisting us? Do you understand? The, the Lord of Francis say, we don't really have time with the devil. All you need to do, bring forth the life of God. Oh, pardon. The life of God, that's what ends the civilization. Do you understand? That's what ends it. Do you understand? Bring the life, there is one end. Light shines in darkness and you can comprehend. So there are things in our lives right now that look like it's not consistent with the will of God. All we need to do is to push the life. That's where this conference like this is, is organized. So by the time you are here, you jot out things, a word will stood out, an understanding will eat your heart. You go back home and do what? And fellowship with the life. And fellowship with it. And fellowship with it. And look at it again, look at it again, until you begin to form a thought pattern. Do you understand? You know, Paul was teaching something 
Is it the last Mechizedek school? Before Francis took over, he was talking about the strong yokes in our minds. Casting every imagination and everything that wants to exalt himself above what? Above the knowledge of God. There's so much argument in us. So when God is saying something, something in you is contented with what God is saying. Those are strong yokes. And that is a fight in the New Testament. The fight in the New Testament is within fight. It's a fight of faith. Meaning that that's what Paul told, that's one thing that um, um, Paul was telling the Ephesian church. Do you understand? That's what he was telling them. All you need is to, they need to decorate you in a certain way that Satan can't touch you again. Your decoration is your overcoming. I don't know what I'm saying. Your decoration is your overcoming. The way you overcome, overcome weakness, overcome loss, overcome all those things, is that they have to decorate those places in our heart with the life of God. They need to replace it with life. And those life are your tools. You know, most people think that you can fight spirit with that uh, when you are empty. No, it can't be possible. It can't be possible. It's not, the more you are, the more you, you, the attempt to fight, they will give you material to fight. And then when they give you material to fight, you, don't even, you, are, you, are, you, you are not touching them. Because they will give you, they will give you, it's, it's the issue of intelligence. They be that, that's why they are corrupted, but they are intelligent being. Do you understand? So you cannot be ignorant and you want to fight them. Because there are times that, there are times that, there are times that maybe, maybe as a person, all you just need to do is to align yourself obedient. That is a warfare. That is a warfare. The warfare you need to fight is how to align yourself obedient. He said, in that scripture, it now says that if your obedience is complete, Abby, you will fight every disobedient. So you can never fight, you can't judge disobedient where what? Your obedience is not complete. He said, if you're aware of a man, please go, what will happen? Even his enemy will be at peace with him. So what's that I've done over time? A place where you're supposed to receive tools for alignment. Do you understand? If when you come to that place, those who are not preaching, they are not preaching what they are saying. They are not talking about this. Not knowing what they are teaching and what they are giving you. That's why Jesus said, number one, you will know the truth. The truth will set you free from the previous understanding that enemy gave you the mind. That is a freedom. Where you begin to think, because as much as you are thinking in a particular way, they are having overhand. All you need to do is change your thinking. Change your mindset. And for you to change your mindset, that power, which is the word of God, has to come to you to begin to renew your mind, to pattern the mind after the life of God, after the loss of God, after the understanding of God. When the mind is like that, you see, that is where the warfare is. That is where the warfare is. As much as you, that's why any fight that is not changing your mind, is not, you, have not, you have not engaged the true fight. Because the mind, that is where the warfare lies. You are a new creation. You are born of God. The life of God is inside of you. You are not this person you are looking at. You are God. You are, you are born of God. You are Christ. You are, you are the one that the creation is waiting for. Do you understand? The one that creation we are living like we are begging. We are living as if we are. Do you understand? The problem is a mindset. Somebody gave us us mind. But the word of God is to pattern 
our mind after our reality. That is the essence of the word. To pattern your mind after your reality. For instance, somebody can be telling you that you are this. Begin to give you another picture that you are not. Begin to inform you, give you another information that you are not. Do you understand? The essence of that information, when you receive it, it have upper hand. Because that word he gave you, then he has, you, of course, you understand that the power of every spirit is in their word. The way spirit governs and rules is in the word. Because the life of every spirit is found in that word. So when you receive the word, you receive the life of that spirit. So that is the way they influence. They influence through what? You will never see any physical Satan appear. You will see the dominion of Satan everywhere. Men receive his word. And because they receive, they make his word is their life. So what most of, Jesus said that you, you, one of you is a devil. Do you see any physical devil? So the way spirit govern is through their word because the life of every spirit, the spam of every spirit is in their word. That's why what the spirit does is that as they begin to give us his word, as we further engage that word, that word will begin to create atmosphere because your thinking is part of your atmosphere. Think is a part of your atmosphere. Because what generates your atmosphere is your thinking. So no, no, that's where you begin to think about God. Think about the things of God. Before you know it, the atmosphere, your atmosphere is going to be charged. That's when you begin to think about something else. Fear is going to be in the atmosphere. So what form the atmosphere is the thought that the spirit abetted in the soul. As you take that thought. Fellowship with that thought after a while that will begin to create the garden of Eden. Do you understand? Because the essence of the essence of the garden of Eden is the presence of God. That is where the word of God will prosper. That's where the life of God prosper. The life of God cannot prosper outside God's presence. So you cannot, you cannot, you cannot receive the word and bring another atmosphere. Do you understand? And the world wants to prosper. Because what atmosphere will do is to choke the word. But there are atmospheres that will enable the nutrient, the sun, give the seed life, the rain, give the seed life. But this thing needs to be cultured. This thing needs to be cultured. We need to culture it. We need to culture it. We need to culture these things. That's how we, that's what the soul is all about. Hmm? Culture the soul, culture the soul, culture your thought, culture your soul. Culture. We have to bring this thing is not something we do part time. That is why, that's why the prayer passage was praying in the afternoon. Fasting was praying that God will begin to help us. God will begin to help us to create, do you understand, a lifestyle that will enable the world to prosper. To create time that will enable the world to prosper. Because this is the truth. The enemy calculated this system and ensure that God will not prosper. 
That God will not reign in man. So everything that this day is doing. That's why you see one of the things we saw in the scripture. The day of the Lord. Jesus said, Jesus prayed, said, give us this day. Our daily bread. So what this enemy does. Hmm, is to make sure every day. That the love of life of God. You would do with the issue that we don't even know. Most of us are even ignorant. We are, we are seeing it as a normal thing. We are seeing it as something that's nothing wrong with it. We are seeing it as something that is nothing. We are seeing it as something that is a normal life. But it's not normal life. Somebody crafted that life and gave to man. It's not normal. So, but what the spirit of revelation will begin to do to you is begin to awaken the soul, bring an understanding, knowing that this enemy, which is this system, want to hinder the life we carried. So, what God will begin to do according to the book of Daniel, He said, "You give the wise the wisdom." Where God will begin to know how we begin to structure our days, teach us how to number our days. So, whereby we can what. We can apply our heart to wisdom. Praise God. Can we begin to just respond to God? Hallelujah. So come, Papa. have to do this. <laughs> praise God. Am I good to go? Father, we give you praise. Lord, we glorify your name. We magnify you. Hallelujah. We thank you for what you have been given to us. And uh, we look forward to what you are yet to give to us, oh God. Hallelujah. We open our hearts, oh Father. Praise the Lord. Help me, oh God. Hallelujah. Help me, Father. In the name that is above every name. In Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I just want to say a few things. Uh, we've been talking about gardening. Okay? We've been talking about planting, um, about tending, 
and about harvesting. Am I correct? Praise the Lord. Um, yesterday, and even today, Francis even elaborated more on it. Yesterday, I started talking about why uh, trees are very important in the life of a priest. Okay? Trees are very important in the life of a priest. And even now, uh, Pasuche gave an explosive teaching <laughs> and uh, made me to know that we are carrying the sun and the moon inside of us because the sun shines the light of uh, God's um, word and then the moon, which is our soul, receives it and then brings it, breaks it down, you know, into our system so that just as the sun and the moon are lights, we too can become, praise God, lights. That was awesome, Pastor Chief. I was so excited I had to go and uh, <laughs> uh, talk to Pastor um, Samson about it. Praise God. I feel very strongly that I should insist that every single one of us, every believer should be a farmer. Every believer, plant something. Look forward to plant. If you are in the city, get a pot in your house. Put something by the window and study the life of plants. The life of plants are so intricate, so exciting. So exciting. You you will learn a whole lot about the life of God. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Now, the interesting thing about uh, plants is that it has a beginning. Okay? It has a process, and then it has an end. And then it, it, it has unique... Um, atmospheres or ecosystem that it works with that enables it to strive and thrive. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Are we together? Praise God. Now, I think Francis tried to talk about uh, the activities, or, you know, the reproductive act, uh, uh, system of plants. Talked about birds. Talked about wind. You understand? Talked about you know, just, just very, um, very detailed. You know, even though I think maybe he would at some point come and talk a little bit more on that. Okay, Hallelujah. You see, when I was teaching yesterday about plants and why it's so important for us to be like trees, because trees are living things. Okay, and they are so fascinating to the Lord. And so fascinating to spirits, maybe. I hope you hear what I'm saying. What do I mean? They are living things. They are easily propagated. Okay? And then they, they, they are very sturdy. They don't move. They don't wander up and down. <laughs> they don't roam all around. I hope you hear what I'm saying. They don't roam around anyhow. The, their movement is only two ways. 
they move downward and then they move upward. I hope you hear. Before they begin to move upward, they their foundation and consider their uh, um, establishment, how they can be established. I hope you hear what I'm saying. And then they consider their source of nutrient and survival. Do you get what I'm saying? There's no plant that you, there's no seed that you plant that doesn't go down first. To secure territory. Did you hear? To secure environmental territory and ascertain its survivor. I hope you hear what I'm saying. It first of all develops roots, comes down into the ground, secures the environment, makes sure that there is sustenance, takes, uh, just make sure there's, that, that there's that, that um, assurance of its sustenance where it can get its nutrient. Did you hear? Hmm? <laughs> and then they are conscious of their adversities. One of them is wind. Okay? And they know that the wind is going to come and blow. All right? So they have to go deep. Now, if they, are, if they know what their genetic composition is that they go high. The higher they go, the deeper they go down. And then they spread themselves in such a way that when the wind comes, okay, they are still standing in one place. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So they don't just move anyhow. They just wander anyhow. I hope you hear what I'm saying. They go deep into the ground and then they shoot up. Okay? They are very careful to make sure that they shoot up to expose their leaves to, to the sun. Can you see? Praise the Lord. Now, you, a tree is a very good way of expressing the life of a believer. An excellent way of expressing the life of a believer. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah the book of Genesis, the book of beginnings, because the book of Genesis is the book that actually introduces us into the mind of God, the will of the Father, the, the, the heart of the Father. I hope you hear what I'm saying. The origin of all things is in the book of Genesis. It's the book of beginnings. So, uh, chapter 1, verse... 26, all right, um, you will see that part of the father's um, plan and, you know, his design and the way of doing things is to appoint days. Do you understand? He appoints days, okay, and uses uh, those days to define, confirm, and ascertain all aspects of creation. And he doesn't mix things together. 
You know, so there's a first day. Hmm? There's a first day. And then there is a second day. All right? And then there is a third day, a fourth day, a fifth day, and then there is a sixth day. Okay? Now, when he, I don't want to spend so much time on those other days. Um, but let's just quickly look at where it talked about um, let's look at um, verse 11 Genesis chapter 1 it says then God said or Elohim said let the earth bring forth grass the herb that yields seed And the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind. Okay? Whose seed is in itself on the earth. And so it was. And the earth brought forth grass, the herbs that yield seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself, according to his kind. And God saw that it was good, so the evening and the morning were what? The third day. Very important. Very interesting. Third day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. You see that the third day was the day when our Lord rose, right? Okay? And brought forth seed or the life of God, correct? Are we together? Hallelujah. And the life of God is the seed and the word of the kingdom. I hope you hear what I'm saying. And any time the word of God or the word of the kingdom is planted, because it's a seed, and because there is a life in the seed, and because the life in the seed has the potential of producing after his own kind. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise God. Every single seed of God's word, all right? Every single seed and every single word of God, when it is released, I think Isaiah was the one that said that the words that I speak, uh, that comes out from my mouth, will not come back to me void. But what? It must do what? That which, it will accomplish that which I have sent it. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So when God releases his word or his seed, he's expecting returns. Yeshua said, I have come 
that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Praise God. Now look at, then God said, let there be lights in the firmaments of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons. Praise the Lord. For days and for years. Now, this verse 14 is so important to every single aspect of our lives. Okay? Now, if you've been listening to me, you hear me say things like this, that the earth is a place, okay, for priesthood. Okay? Actually, my son found out and was discussing with me a few days ago that the earth is actually God's tabernacle. <laughs> I hope you hear me. Now, if you, if you go into dig deep into activities around the whole earth, you find out that there's a whole lot of priesthood going on everywhere on this earth, on this planet. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Everywhere. Um, I got into talking with a whole lot of uh, horticulturists and people who have gardens where I buy my plants, and I found out that there were specific kind of people that actually patronize all these gardens. Indians, ancient people, people who stick to their ancient traditions because there's a whole lot of priestly activities going on, and the they, they are able to commune with leaves and trees. I hope you hear what I'm saying. For whatever it is that they're doing. Now, that is perverted. If you go to the book of Revelation, you will see that the fruits from the tree of life, the leaves are what? Healing for the nations. Now, these are symbolic. We shouldn't forget that. They are symbolic, okay? And they are also real, natural, okay? Are we together, please? Praise the Lord. I don't want to be too distracted, so I just come up to where I was, you know? So verse 15 now says, Let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light to the earth, okay? And it was so. So he made... The, Two great lights, one to rule the day and one to rule the night. Okay? And they made the stars also. We should be very careful when we see these things, you know. When God just, he will say some things and he'll just throw in some things like Jara, you know. You know Jara, right? <laughs> when he says, uh, and stars also. Yeah? It will look as if he's not paying much attention to the stars. Are we together? <laughs> he just threw that one. Now, this, studying the stars is another thing that is very, very important in our lives as believers, as people of God. Studying stars. Okay? Because stars are also children. If you see the, the dream of Yosef, he dreamt of the sun 
and he dreamt of the moon, and then he dreamt of what? That was bowing down to another star, and that star was himself. Are we together? So it means that the sun and the moon would bow hmm, to the stars, to that particular star. The sun, the moon, and the 11 stars will bow to this one star. So who is this one star? Even the father was like, what are you talking? This small boy. And the Bible said that he took it to heart. So he went to inquire from the Lord to find out, are you, what are you telling this boy? What is it about this boy? Are we together? Please, I don't want to get distracted with that too. But if you listen to Daniel's prophecy, he, he, he will tell you that the stars of heaven, that those who um, win the souls would be like the stars of heaven. Is that, uh, the firmament, yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, when God was also uh, preaching to Abraham, our father, he told him to come out. Actually, he, they went on a road trip. Okay, to the stars, to the seashore. And he told him, can you number these ones? Can you number the stars? <laughs> can you number the stars? He says, such would be your seed. Now, interesting thing about stars is that they are not small. You know, we think stars are small. You know, we, even when we do our poetry, we say twinkle, twinkle. You know, twinkle <laughs> gives you an impression that it's little. You know, tinini, tanana, kind of twinkle, twinkle, little star. Stars are bigger than the sun. <laughs> the only reason why they are small is because distance from the earth. Are we together? Hallelujah. How did we get here? Our priesthood priesthood. Now, I don't want to talk about the stars yet, because Job, all right, said, you know, um, interfering the activities of Pleiades and all those other, I hope you hear me, in his arguments with the father, all right, Orion and all, the, all those uh, uh, clusters and all those uh, starry arrangements in the firmament. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. So coming back to these um, plants, it's interesting to see that in his creation, the Father appointed and allocated days. And if you read uh, Peter, you will see that when God is saying one day, it's actually saying 1,000 years. Okay? Because this whole thing that looks like one day took, you know, a stretch, okay, of time. Am I making sense, please? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
uh, if I'm to push a little bit on what uh, Pastor Che was saying, you know that when a king um, governs a particular environment, after it was possible to even name that whole environment after the name of the king. Right? Thank you for that. Most times you see a man, you know, like Remyo <laughs> Kuala. The uh, the landlord of this house, the street is named after him. So that whole area. Do you get what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Now, I would like to go back to that um, um, verse 14. It says, for signs or signals, okay, and for seasons or feast days or appointed days. Praise the Lord. A lot of believers play with this. And they always accuse me, accuse us in this ministry, when we teach on the seven feasts. It's interesting that the feasts are not three. They are seven, okay, which is completion. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise God. Here he says there are four signs. So it means that if you follow the feast, you will not miss your way. If you follow the feast, you won't miss your way. Okay? Now, do you know that sailors, those who sail, in the seas. Sometimes they don't need a compass as long as there's one particular star called the Northern Star. You know that in the sea, you, you actually don't have a paved way. Hmm? You don't have a paved way like the road on earth. Hmm? So how do you know where to go? So man learned to observe the constellations hmm? so as to, through the arrangements of the stars at night, they're able to pick and plot the graph of where they are going. So, which means our stars are guidance. Hmm? People say that once you are able to pick the northern star, you will never miss your way. So, we see that sailors, you know, in the seas, before the uh, invention of compasses, even the compass, the principles that govern the compass is the northern star. 
you will see N. Once you see that N, that every time that thing is going to end, why? It's the northern star. And when you study scriptures, you will hear the sides of the north. And then when you hear about promotion or elevation, it always tells you that elevation comes from no other place. Elevation is growth in the spirit. Does not come from the south, from the east or west, but it comes from where? From the north. And that north is the father. That's where the throne of grace is. It's the sites of the north. It's the city of the great king. I hope you're here. Now, <laughs> This is interesting, so, but I'm not, I don't want to be carried away with that. We're, I want to pull back because what we are actually talking about is not necessarily the, the feast days. It's not necessarily the uh, Genesis chapter 1 verse 14, but it's key. Those things are keys. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. There are keys. Because God set those, you get what I'm saying? In fact, he even made covenant with the, and you understand, all those constellations. Are we together, please? And it says that there's no language on earth that is not able to read what they are saying. Because they are saying stuff. They are saying something. Hallelujah. Praise God. So they are for signs and for signals, uh, seasons, or appointed, appointed, ordained, appointed feasts must come to pass. Every spirit know that for their life to be fully expressed on this earth, they must have to, okay, have feasts. Okay? Today I was talking with someone, a relative of mine, and we went into discussion on about uh, the 14th of this month. You know the 14th of this month, everybody wears red, right? And everybody says it's love and all that, huh? If you go and study where and the origin of that day, you will never go near it again because it's the deepest satanic feast and festival. The red that people wear and think is love is blood. Blood of what? Blood of an animal. Which animal? A goat. Are we together, please? And it is during on that day that the different kind, the worst kind of uh, um, sexual, you understand, activities goes on around the world. Do you get and they don't know that it's an offering 
spirit who has appointed that day as a feast day for worship. So feast days are usually for worship. Did you hear that? Feast days are for worship. And it's also for presentation. The Lord told in the book of Leviticus, say, I want to see you, all the male sons, before me in Jerusalem, the city of the great king. <laughs> so people have to journey from their different villages and go to Jerusalem, the capital city, the spiritual capital city. Are you getting what I'm saying? To see the face of the Lord. He says, I want to see you. So feast days are days when you see face to face with divinity. So if God tells you, I want to see your face, Yahweh to face, Yahweh to, Yahweh's face to my face, face to face. Did you hear? Not ordinary. So those days are very serious. Feast days, you see that feast days, there's celebration. There's eating, there's drinking, there's dance, okay? Now, all that is to open the soul and the heart of a man for entrance of a life and a way from the spirits into the people. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Praise God. So, those feast days are very important. Amen? Very important. I will try not to stay up to one hour. I will just, just maybe 35, 40 minutes so that we can move on for... But look at... The Father created and caused plants to rise up from the earth. Hmm? And the plants that he commanded to rise up from the earth bear fruits, have their seeds for propagation. Did you get? For continuity. Interesting thing to know, the earth is a place for growth. The earth is a place for planting, for growth, okay, for harvest, for continuity. That same Genesis, God told uh, Noah that as long as what? The earth remains. He said, seed time and harvest time will what? Will never cease. So you see that there, there is or there are propagations or um, genealogies, lineages, okay, growth, continuity of seeds that have life in themselves and produces their own kind. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. When he has finished all the creations, on the sixth day, he created man. Male and female created he him. He blessed them. And what did he tell them? 
See? Be what? Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. Fruitful. He made man. How did he make man? In what? In his image. After what? His likeness. So man is a seed of divinity. Hmm? Because he made man in his own image after his own likeness he blessed them to be fruitful to multiply to replenish the earth to fill the earth i hope you hear me he blessed them hmm. so this earth is a place for genealogy. I'm, I'm being very careful. This earth is a place for seeds. Hmm? This earth is a place for seeds. This earth is a place for planting. This earth is a place where you plant for dominion. All right? For spreading out and covering the whole earth with kinds, mankind. I don't know, am I making sense, please? And you have to be very intentional. Hmm? When people say they want to leave this earth, And leave the earth that God created that is meant for Almighty God. Because the Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And all that is in it. And they gave you the earth to dominate. And you say you want to run away. And you want to leave it for Satan. There's nothing in the scripture that encourages that. It says darkness shall cover the earth. And gross darkness the people. But it now says arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord. What? Fill the whole earth. Now is it, is it Habakkuk or Hosea that says that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will what? Cover the whole earth as what? So where are, you, where are you going? Why are you running away? Are you are the, do you get me? Why would you leave your responsibility and run elsewhere? You know like a lot of Nigerians that run away from Nigeria and run to another nation I prefer to be a slave in my country than to be a slave in another person's country. I mean, I don't know if the issue is slavery. Okay? <laughs> Praise God. I don't want to go to another person's country. 
God put me here. I'll stay here. I can go to another nation and come back. Uh, are we together, please? So what I'm trying to say is that the mandate is be like me. Be fruitful. That fruitfulness is the seed that I have put in you. Okay? That I planted in you. That is my nature. Allow it to be fruitful. Allow it to multiply. To cover you, your whole being. There will not be any space for any other thing other than the seed of the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And God started this because the, the tussle and the fight for the possession of this earth, the fight and the possession of this earth started in the book of Genesis. Hmm? Now, you cannot leave your fortress, leave your headquarters, and run to another place. No, there is always a home front in any battle. I hope you hear what I'm saying. You know, I, I find the war, the Ukraine, Ukraine war, I find it very interesting. Because that, um, the president, could you stand up, please? The president of Ukraine, I love that guy. He always wears a T-shirt, and it's green. Are, you, are we together? Because he, he's a wartime president. So when he's having his conferences, he's always wearing a green shirt, telling you that I am at war. He doesn't wear fancy suits, doesn't wear anything fancy. You will always see him in his camouflage pants and his green shirt telling you there is war right now. And he fights and does everything to secure the capital city of Ukraine. So you can't say that the war is too much and you run away from your fortress. Why would you do that? Now, what we need to understand is that we must fight to keep this earth. Because this is our place where God has put us. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Has given us um, a place of residence. Did you hear that? Spirits don't have any room here. We are the ones that give, him, give them room. Hmm? The number one fight... And the greatest battle is the battle of Armageddon. Okay? And it's fought somewhere called the Valley of Decision. Have you ever seen a battle where there's decision? Where is that, where is that place? It's, inside, it's you, inside you. Hmm? Who are you going to give the right of way to? Are you going to allow Satan to occupy you and take over, are you getting me? And allow the Antichrist to come to full maturity, to rule and govern this earth, and while you run away, 
and people build doctrines out of it? Hmm? Or are you going to stay here? All right? During the time of trials and tribulation, because the trial and tribulations, what it actually does to you is to refine you and make you a better person, Malachi tells it to you. Is that not so? It says the Lord will purify you, hmm? the sons of Levi, as a refiner sits to refine gold. Hmm? He uses fire to refine gold, and he uses soap. That's what Malachi tells us. To purify the sons of Levi so that they can, the offering of Judah and Jerusalem can be pleasant to the Lord. You cannot afford to leave your place. This earth is the center of the universe. This earth, okay, is not just the center. It's the gateway to heaven. It's the gateway. Did you hear? It's the gateway to hell and the gateway to heaven. You understand? It is this earth that the Son of God, why didn't he go to Mars? Why didn't he go to Jupiter? Why did he have to come to the earth? Did you hear? Psalm 8. Look, let's read it. Let's read Psalm 8. Look at it. It says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Who have set your glory above the heavens. And that says that out of the mouth of babes and suckling, you have ordained strength because of your enemies. Now, the babes and sucklings are not small children. The babes and suckling are those who have been converted. Are you getting what I'm saying? To little children. And that is growth in the spirit because you have stripped yourself of the earthly wisdom and you have become a child. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Isaiah says, and a little child shall lead them all, right? Praise the Lord. It says that you may steal the enemy and the avenger. It says, when I consider your heavens and the work of your hands, okay, the moon, the stars, which you have ordained, says, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visited him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels. Okay? Or Elohim, as some would say. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep. Oxen, every beast of the field, the birds and of the air, the fish of the sea that pass through the path of the seas. O Lord our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Did you see? So God puts a responsibility in your hands. So what are you going to do? You're going to leave it for the destroyer? You want to leave it for he who made the earth a wilderness? Who does not allow his prisoners to be free? Hmm? Is that what you want? No, you should stay here. 
You should insist on staying here. You should insist on your growth. Okay? Praise the Lord. You should insist uh, in growing into a statue where the seas and the wind obey you. Hmm? Because that's what your Lord did. And everything that he did, all right, is what you're supposed to do. Don't tell me that he went to heaven. Because where he went to, <laughs> he went there for you. He ever liveth to do what? To make intercession. Hallelujah. D do you know what he's doing up there? You think he went to stay at the bosom of the Father so that they can be doing jolly jolly? He said, I go to prepare a place for you so that wherever I am, there you shall be also. Hmm? He didn't go to prepare a place there. Uh -uh. While he's there, he's preparing, the place he's preparing is you here. Hmm? Because he wants to come back. And when he's coming back, he's coming back with the Father hmm? to take full dominion inside of you. Okay? He said, it is important for me to go. Because if I don't go, the Spirit will not come. When the Spirit comes, what he will do is that he's going to prepare you. Okay? And he's going to... <laughs> Somebody bring that. No, I thought you were going to bring with the, with the stand. It's going to prepare you. All right? This is why you have to know here. This is why you have to know about the tabernacle. <laughs> because the tabernacle will tell you what your assignment is. Okay? With the tabernacle... You will not, nobody will bring any strange doctrine for you, and you'll quickly swallow it. Now, this is the menorah. The menorah is a symbol of truth and the symbol of the Holy Spirit, right? It's a light, okay? And it's not supposed to go off, right? And then he, <laughs> he says, I will never leave you, neither will I forsake you. I will always be with you, right? Now, this menorah, the instructions, to the priesthood is this light must never go. Never. The Spirit of God will be with you forever. Did you hear? Now, the Spirit of God, what it does to you is to shine the light. Okay? Okay? Shine light to the, uh, the, the table of showbread. Okay? And the priest who is you. Okay? is not Levitical. Your priesthood is after the order of Aaron who is the high priest. It's only Aaron that can enter into the Holy of Holies. Just like Yeshua. Hmm? The other priests don't go there. Right? Okay? When he goes in there, he has to eat of this which is 12 in number. All right, which is the 12 natures of God, right? 
and it gives you strength to move to here for uh, mingling and for translocation from the holy place into the presence of God. You may take it away. So if you understand the tabernacle, you understand your Christian walk. Are we together? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the Lord himself is coming. Hmm? When he went to be with the Father, Hebrews tells us that he went to do some work there. There was an activity, there's a sanctuary that he went to cleanse. And when he went to clean the sanctuary, all the heavenly utensils had to be cleansed with his blood. Okay? He had to present the blood before coming back to see his people, right? And then went back, okay? Now, all those activities you see in Revelations. When something happens there, something will happen on earth. When something happens there, something will happen on earth. It means that the work he's doing up there is to enable total of mankind from the grip of Satan. Because you will always hear it say, oh, and then when this one happened, that men refused to give glory to God. Hmm? And men would point fingers and curse God, right? And all those things. That is those who have refused. But those who are following him, those ones, freedom is taking place. And after a while, you hear something like, tabernacle of God is now with who? With men. Freedom and redemption. I hope you're here. Praise God. Now, uh, I don't know where time goes. I'm a bit in a hurry. So let me just quickly. Everything I've just said, okay, is to point out to us that on this earth, we should not run away. On this earth, you will always see men who are carriers of seed wanting to have a son so that their name can continue here on earth, right? So naturally, the earth is a place for genealogy. It's a place where seed is cast into the soil and nurtured for growth I hope you hear what I'm saying. So there's the seed of Christ. Okay? Let's see that. After the fall of man, the Lord came and made some... Uh, proclamations. In chapter 3, we see the, the temptation and the fall of man, Pastor Uche talked about 
the deception that distracts men from the truth. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, but if you see... Oh, my God, where does the time go now? Maybe I'll have to come back to this. If you had listened to Francis's teaching yesterday, was it yesterday he taught or today? Yeah. He talked about, you know, symbols, right? Okay. Maybe I shouldn't go in there because it will take a long time. Let me just go straight to um, I don't know, there's no time. <laughs> Pastuche talked about spirits and words. Very key. Oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, there's so much. <laughs> The garden is your heart. Okay. The garden is your heart. All right? And there are so many options in your heart because of the power of choice. Okay? Now, you have to make, you know, it says, choose ye this day whom you serve, whether it's God or whether it's man, right? Now, there are seeds. There's the seed of, of the Messiah, and there's the seed of the serpent. Because in the midst or the center of the heart or the center of the garden are two options, right? And each one have a seed, and each one speaks, okay? Now, whichever one you hear, the seed, okay, and the power in the seed, will cause a planting and cause a growth. I hope you hear what I'm saying. And cause a maturity of what is grown. Praise God. But something God did. He said, I'm going to put enmity in your heart or put enmity between your seed and his seed. So the two seeds cannot mingle. Okay? Please, this is, I, I wish I had enough time to lay down the groundworks, okay? So, <laughs> the two seeds cannot mingle. They are at war against each other. All right? Praise God. So, you see that the seed of the woman and the seed of the man, uh, uh, the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent are, going to, are at war. So the seed of the woman bruised the head, okay, of the seed of the serpent, okay? Now, the seed of the serpent will bruise the heel. What does heel do? What is heel? Where do you find heel? Where do you find heel? Huh? sole of your feet so which means that your walk right your conversation so it's going to affect and try and affect your conversation you understand so but the seed of the woman 
would completely bruise the head. Okay? Now, you must understand what that is saying. And I'm hoping that someone, I don't know whether it's Pastor Uche, Pastor Francis, uh, Pastor Chinyere, or Pastor Samson that is going to expound this, okay? <laughs> Maybe I would be able to have time to do a thorough teaching of this, okay? Now, the seed of the woman, okay, is the seed of the woman. Not the seed of the man. The seed of the woman. The church is, all right, planted in the church, okay? And there's something that's called the man-child also, right? So the person that actually has the final authority, there's a seed that was the beginning of the bruising, and there's also the harvest of the seed or the fruits, are you getting me, that bruised the head at the end. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So the, pers the seed of the woman, who is the Christ, actually initiated the whole destruction of Satan. Are you getting me? And left part of it, the way they left Saul or Shaul to suffer part of the Lord's suffering, so also you and I have a mandate in the man-child, okay, that would actually push his way to the throne of grace. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Okay? The, the um, picture of that, struck, that uh, statue Just remove that thing and put it. Hurry up about it. See, you know, the Bible is a book of is full of symbols, right? So this is a statue. This is an image. This image is inside man. Okay, so this stone is what's going to destroy this image and shatter it. And the wind is going to blow every traces of this away. The wind of the spirit. And then this stone will begin to grow and cover the whole earth. So this stone here, who is the stone? It's, it's you and I, it's Christ, and it's you and it's the church. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the Bible tells us that through the church, use show his manifold wisdom to who to the principalities and powers i hope you hear what i'm saying so i want us to take something very 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 strongly and firmly in our hearts and that is thank you and that is seeds don't play with this don't play with seeds did you hear me don't play with seeds don't play with the seed of the word because when yeshua was teaching about the kingdom in the book of matthew he started talking about seeds, okay? And started talking about the sower, going out to sow. And then he said that this, he said the kingdom of God is like this. A sower going out to sow. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? Trying to teach and helping us to understand how we can uh, 
um, allow the dominion of God to fill us or the nature of God to fill us, right? Praise God. So the seed would be casted out into different specimens of the soul. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Isn't it interesting that God planted a garden east? Isn't it interesting that he planted the garden east of Eden, right? And then east is the place of the rising of the sun, which is the place of revelation. And it's affected, and it says eat of the tree. So how do you eat? So I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. So I'm just saying that, yes, we are here in this human body, but there is an environment. Are you getting me? There's in and out. I hope you hear what I'm saying. And at the end of the day, you find out that what you would think is outside is actually within. Like Pasuche was saying, that the war is inside of you. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. I'm going to cut off this discussion abruptly, praise God, and leave questions in your heart. But please, let us understand that the life of God has been planted inside of you. You have to nurture the the, the life of God. I hope you hear what I'm saying. You have to nurture the life of God. You have to water the life of God. Are you getting me? You have to allow, okay, or the light, okay, to shine upon the light, the, the seed of the life of God. And the life of God must grow inside of you. I hope you hear what I'm saying. I said seed and then there must be harvest. Don't allow the seed to die inside of your heart. Because it's possible. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we glorify your name and magnify you. We lift you high above everything, O oh God. And we pray that that which has been spoken will begin to multiply in the hearts of your people. In the name that is above every name. In Yeshua's name we pray. Hallelujah. Please, communion. Hallelujah. Shadia Kaparata. Oh, this is refreshing. Thank you, Jesus. We can come up and take the communion. Thank you, Father. Oh, the word of God is coming alive within us. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We we'll bless the name of God. Um, uh, the meeting is um, winding tomorrow. Hallelujah. So we'll be starting by 10. Uh, we'll have first session and the second session. I think first session starts from uh, 10 to 1. Then we'll go for a break. Then we'll... Hallelujah. Praise God. So, first session starts from 10 to 1. Then, second session starts from 3 to 6. I mean, 4 to 6. Hallelujah. And um, it's going to be physical. Um, 
we expect that every one of us, people watching online, um, we expect that every one of us should be um, present. Uh, we know online is good. We're watching online, very, very good. But <laughs> why are you laughing? You know what? We expect to be here tomorrow. Hallelujah. Tomorrow is going to be, tomorrow is loaded. And tomorrow is going to be so awesome. Hallelujah. Praise God. God bless us to share the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Spirit rest and abide with us now forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy is following us all the days of our lives as we are the house of the Lord now and forevermore. Amen. Shalom. God bless you. Thank you.